The central theme of friendship runs through the Bible. God creates the world and calls Israel fundamentally in order to come among us in Jesus as mm -hmm. our friend. You have to remember in the ancient world this was unthinkable for many reasons. Most obviously, Aristotle saw friendship as the key to the moral life, but explicitly ruled out a relationship between unequal parties as a candidate for friendship. So the friendship between David and Jonathan, about which David says, your love to me was wonderful passing the love of women, was a perfect example of the kind of relationship Aristotle would have admired. But when Jesus says to the disciples at the Last Supper, no longer do I call you servants, I call you friends, this is a relationship beyond Aristotle's comprehension. Michael Perry's 1982 hymn, Like a Mighty River Flowing, describes the peace that comes from friendship with God. It's common to talk about the four Greek words for love, agape, selfless love, eros, longing desire, storge, familial love, and philia, friendship. Jesus weeps for his friend Lazarus in this filial sense, and his love for the beloved disciple is also a filial love. Several times in the epistles, the author speaks of greeting the friends with a holy kiss or similar. And again, it's the filial friendship love that's in question. This notion of our relationship to God and one another being filial lies behind the foundation of the Quakers in the 16th century as the Society of Friends. Friendship carries 
the twin notion that we are bound together in the knitting of our souls, but also we meet each other face to face as Moses encountered God. The young Irishman, Joseph Scriven, lost his fiancée to drowning shortly before their wedding day. Later in life, having emigrated to Canada, he wrote consoling words to his mother that we now know as the hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. The word companion gives us the clue to how all the meanings of friend come together. It means a close friend, but literally it means the one with whom I share bread. It's this insight that discloses why the Eucharist is the centre of the Christian life. The Last Supper was when Jesus broke bread with his friends. The heavenly banquet will be where we all become God's companions and share the food that will never run out. Recalling the past and anticipating the future, the Eucharist today is the time when, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are renewed in friendship with God and one another. Cecil Francis Alexander's All Things Bright and Beautiful places friendship among the fruits of both creation and redemption as a taste of forever we can all experience today.